0: To another episode of Miserable and Reckless, bringing you unfiltered fans on sports, music, culture, and all things of South. I am Logan, sitting here with Morgan, Dustin, and Ryan. Be sure to give us five stars and a great review wherever you get your podcasts. We're available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon, Stitcher. Check them all out. But if you do the Spotify link, remember in the description, there's a link for you to click uh, for you to give us an up to one minute voicemail on what you if you just have anything to say or if you think you got we got something right, something wrong. Let us know. Uh, check out the website miserable-reckless dot com for blog content. Uh, my cold cans co host Andy has actually made his first foray into the written word, and he uh, <laughs> he he's written a couple blogs um, uh, in the last couple <laughs> days. So be sure to check that out at miserable-reckless dot com. Uh, all right, let's move into the good, the bad, and the ugly. Uh, Dustin, kick things off.
1: <laughs> I'm logging on right now. Um good i want to talk about free college tuition not talking about president and
2: what he's got going on this is not a political podcast espn game day last week was down in boone north carolina and one of the things that they promised their uh their fans their students was if you if one of the people come out with signs they said we're gonna pick the best sign you get one year's free tuition I thought that was awesome. What a great incentive for a university to do. It's ultimately pretty low cost for them. Um, so they did that. They brought three kids up on stage who were students who had pretty good signs. A couple of them, I had good chocolate. And uh, then they ended up telling them all three of them had free tuition for a year as a result of getting them picked. Uh, and I just thought that was cool. That was, what a cool twist uh, for game day. App probably isn't going to get it a ton, so they took advantage of their moment. They had good turnout, and I thought that was just kind of the cherry on top. Um, you know,
1: good thinking by their administration. Bad, got go to go Texas, horns down, recruiting. Um.
2: So I recently saw that they spent over the course of two weekends six hundred thousand dollars to mine and dine the recruits and their families of. Players that they wanted to come there specifically for Arch Manning's uh, visit. They spent two hundred and eighty thousand dollars on that weekend for five star hotel rooms, open bars for the parents, food and
1: entertainment, top golf visits. Like, I'm just in this in this world
2: where, like, you know, Texas obviously has never had a money problem. They still don't. But in this world where it's just like spend, 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 like, who, who can spend the most amount of money, who can give the most NIL deals. I just am like, what? Some schools don't have that as a budget for their coaching staff at certain levels. And they, they're just like, here's a couple weekends. We're going to encourage some kids to come play football here. Ridiculous. You know, I already didn't like Texas. Like them even less. My ugly?
3: The Mannings are from New Orleans. They can probably drink a lot in an open bar. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that may be why it was two hundred eighty thousand dollars. um man maybe they brought the whole family who the hell knows i don't know how all that worked um but they ought to be able to pay their own bar tabs they got enough money um ugly toyota racing development al bush had an engine blowout out at bristol it's a big deal for the nascar world out there look You know, y'all haven't had a a NASCAR update in a while. I I gotta, I gotta tackle this subject for you. First of all, he's out of the, he's out of the playoffs, which is bad for my main man Joe Gibbs. Redskins great because he was on his team uh, this season. And Toyota, to their credit, they're owning it. I want to, I want to share with you all what they said. They, the president David Wilson said. This was the worst nightmare imaginable for me personally and for our team. So this was the worst possible situation he could come up with in his brain in life. Uh, that the engine would blow out for Kyle Bush as he was chasing a championship. And then he went on to say, we were so fortunate enough to have the possibility of winning a championship here. Christopher Denny later this year, I'm still going to be haunted by what happened, not just in Bristol, but Darlington as well. Two engine failures across three weeks. It's unheard of and unacceptable. So, Toyota, you know, I, I had big beliefs in you. I even was considering, like, hey, our next vehicle, maybe is Toyota. I don't know. Engine blowouts? What's that What's that all about? And then, worst possible thing? That's the worst thing you can come
1: up with in life, that Kyle Bush's engine blows out? I don't know about that. But I do think it's pretty ugly. <laughs>
0: Mm-hmm. That's your NASCAR update coming from an unlikely source. Uh,
3: You're yeah, right. <laughs> filling so many details there, but I'm going to leave it alone.
0: <laughs> all right, Morgan, good, the bad, and the ugly.
4: Well, I love me some joke. Yes. Everybody knows that, but yeah, there
1: yeah. cowbush. Bush. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just sorry. I had to throw that one out there. He can go eat a bag of A and cry about it. I don't, yeah.
4: <laughs> sorry. Sorry. I'll leave that alone. I got a good, great,
1: and and uh, bad. Uh, let's see here. My um, good, it's West Virginia week. It's uh, Virginia Tech, West Virginia, Black Diamond Trophy.
4: Can't wait. It's been a while. West Virginia won the last one, but um, I always get excited for this because I hate their fans. I hate our fans, and uh, yeah, so. Kiss my ass, West Virginia. Get that in now. Before we it <laughs> in the um, great is uh, you know, next weekend is guys' weekend. Looking forward to it. It's gonna be exciting. Uh, can't. It's gonna be a great time. Um, also, uh, side great. We uh, are taking the kids and Crystal's parents to a pumpkin patch for Brody's birthday weekend. Same same weekend. Um, at the Durham Life and Science Museum, which takes me to my bad. That is happening on Saturday. Um, so my bad is is that I will not be there uh, past Saturday, early Saturday. So I'm going to be having to go home early for uh, all the festivities for my boys' uh, big three,
1: which, you know, I'd, I'd rather do. I mean, it's my, my son's birthday. So I, obviously I, I won't do that yeah pr- probably probably want to do that <laughs> i mean what else are we
4: gonna do maybe sit there, i, I drunk, think so sit there, get drunk watch carolina beat virginia tech at carolina then watch chris pass out drunk and see a bunch of fireworks shoot off around his head and then <laughs> someone's on top of the somehow somebody got on top of the roof because there's no access up there anymore and they do a bunch of dumb shit up there which is always fun
1: um Birch runs around trying to recreate Spinny Bat and you know Ryan and Dustin beat everybody in beer pong. So <laughs> most importantly. <laughs> I
4: mean, and 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 Rhino finds a way to win um a championship at Cornhole. Not not Ryan
1: Angle, Ryan, Ryan, Rhino.
4: He'll he'll get himself paired with with Birch this year.
1: <laughs> I think I, I think I narrowed everything down. <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right, Ryan, good, the bad and the ugly.
3: Morgan, basically what you're saying there is you'd rather, uh, I think you'd rather hang out with your, with your son and enjoy him, watching him be three than watch your friends be three-year-olds at nine. <laughs> <laughs> right?
4: No, I mean, I'm going to miss you guys, but of course I,
1: I'm going to pick my kid, so. Probably wise, especially because this goes on the internet. <laughs> I'm not saying it because it's going on the internet.
4: Am, I am looking forward to it. It's going to be a fun time. Yeah. And I'm coming up Wednesday night, so I'll, I'll get all my festivities in uh, before I go home Saturday morning.
1: There you go. Make sure you drive slow through Virginia, just for personal experience.
4: I, I learned my lesson a long time ago to go very slow through that part of Virginia.
3: Well, so for my good, bad and the ugly, it's pretty interesting, because I'm sitting here and I'm listening. I'm listening to Dustin. And I bet that nobody in America believes this, but it's fascinating sometimes, how we will pick up like just one of the four of us will pick up on the exact same thing. I was like, "Logan, please pick me, pick me, pick me to go after Dustin." Here's why. <laughs> my good? I have two goods. My first good was the signs at App State. Followed by the signs at Vanderbilt, which, again, we did not text about this ahead of time. The sign last (laughs) week at Vanderbilt, they had a sign that said, you people are blocking the library, which is hysterical. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. That's good. That's funny. uh, The guys on Marty and McGee said it may have been one of the better signs they'd seen. And then the signs we already mentioned at App State, so for game day. Then my next good was going to be, speaking of game day and speaking of App State, was uh, watching Miller Gibbs play. In case you're wondering, that is, um, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, well, that's Joe Gibbs' grandson. And uh, didn't didn't plan that one either. But um, I was able to watch him play on Saturday. I was like, Gibbs, that's a weird last name. So I Googled it and then immediately saw his picture. Please, everyone, Google Miller Gibbs. Let me tell you, that guy should be invited to Guy's Weekend because he knows his way around a cake party. <laughs> that's all I'm going to say. You can tell you, you can tell if you Wikipedia his picture. He is the son of JD. JD was the son of Joe Gibbs that passed away right before Daytona week when uh, Denny Hamlin won the Daytona 500. One of the years Denny uh, Hamlin won the Daytona 500. Um, I believe it was 2019. So he that is a little bit sad. But at the same time, um, his cousin, Ty Dillon, is also racing at the cup level for uh, the aforementioned Toyota racing development. So it is weird sometimes how we pick up on different things and completely do not expect that to all go through. Um, Speaking of places that will never get a college game day, I was driving through town the other day and um, I I have very limited stickers on my car, but I do uh, on my Jeep, I should say. But I do have one North Carolina sticker and we were accosted, um, really getting sick of being accosted by civil servants. This time it was in a good way um the fire department the fire truck pulled up next to us in annapolis and they were hollering at us because my window was down and uh they're like hey i'm from north carolina too i went to wilmington and i was like no shit <laughs> so did i and so we were going back and forth so uh hopefully one day soon uh maybe uncw will get a college game day 1st we i'll have to get a football game. so uh, my bad is going to be something very simple um we talked last week culturally about the things that are um, Southern versus country. If you guys missed that episode 94. You can go back and listen to it. And pretty much as is the case, as soon as we hung up or whatever you call getting off Zoom, um, I immediately thought to myself that none of us covered this. And Logan, me and you probably should have covered it. So it's my bad of the week. Um, wouldn't it be fair to say that people that move to play country, and that's in quotes, music aren't Southern, even though they're in Nashville? You can move from almost anywhere to play country music. But if you're born and raised in Nashville, you would be considered potentially Southern. (laughs) So probably should have picked up on that clear and obvious thing. And then my ugly is very simple. Um, I don't think uh, in the words of a certain, obviously in the UFC, in the words of a certain Irishman, um, I don't think, That you need to always take the opportunity to apologize when something has been said inappropriately. So in the words of Conor McGregor, I would like to rescind uh, Drake May's apology on behalf of everyone and say that he would like to apologize to absolutely no one. What he meant to say was that he was going to go 4-0 against State in his four years that he will be playing against State because 4-0 also matches his GPA, and that is why he got into Carolina.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, speaking on that topic, we actually have a blog article up now from Kenshin Taylor. Um, it's funny you referenced Conor McGregor because Kenshin, uh, he's a state alum, and he wrote that Drake May should apologize to absolutely no one. And he put Drake May's face on Conor McGregor from that, that, uh, that UFC bout and has it as the cover image. So check that out on the, on the blog. But he had another unplanned connection. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All comes full circle. Uh, So that brings it to me. Um, I'm going to go reverse order with good, the bad and the ugly and start with the ugly because it kind of is piggybacking off of Ryan here. In professional wrestling, there's this thing called heat. Heat is when the heel, aka the bad guy, comes out and says something denigrating to the fans. Most of the time, traditionally, say if they're in Boston, they talk about how the Red Sox suck. It elicits a bad uh, response and boos and, and jeers from the crowd. And that's how they're, they're getting some cheap heat with cheap comments. It's kind of the same in college football in a lot of ways. QB1 for Chapel Hill, you know, Ryan alluded to, went on his press conference, and he's, a, he's from North Carolina and has, has tier uh, family connections to North Carolina. And he made the comment that anybody who didn't pull for the Baby Blue School has heard a million times that people who grow up in North Carolina are UNC fans. Obviously, that's fake news, but they believe it. And then he went on to say, some may say state, uh, but really the only people that go to state are the ones who couldn't get into Carolina. Another thing we've heard a million and one times. But once again, fake news coming from Chapel Hill. What else is new? I didn't like his comments. I said something about it on last episode on tailgate season. I tweeted something about it. But at the end of the day, was I offended? No. This is the rivalry, and if anything, if you're commenting about someone who's technically, they claim, is not their rival 66 days before you even play them, I think therein lies the, what we've been, in Raleigh, have been saying for a while. We are, in fact, rivals, confirmed here Miserable and Reckless. But the part that, uh, the reason this isn't ugly, it has nothing to do with this comments, has nothing to do with the reaction from people. It's the softness from the University of North Carolina, Chapel Hill. This is the same school that, after the App State game, A picture went viral from a student who got banned from five games this year because he shotgunned a beer outside of App State Stadium and said some ugly words around families entering into the gates about how it's not a real school. This university has gone too far. So (laughs) the ugly is with UNC Chapel Hill, not with QB1 from UNC himself, because they pretty much twisted his arm and made him apologize for inappropriate comments. And I'm with Ryan. I'm with Kenshin. He should uh, I apologize to absolutely fucking nobody for what he said. And I say that as somebody didn't like what he said. Soft, soft, soft from the University of North Carolina, Chapel Hill. Uh, that's my ugly. My bad is let's keep it within the college football realm. Uh, college football, it's, we're starting to see a little bit of it falling apart and not going to be the same. And the latest example is the Bedlam series between Oklahoma and Oklahoma State. It was announced that after OU joins the SEC, the series is off. Um, that's sad for the people, um, the fans of those schools. It's is sad in general for college football because they won't be the last. Um, for you know it, we talked about it on a previous episode. Everyone's gonna be West Virginia with unnatural rivals, and people are just gonna have a big meh when with how much they actually care about the quote unquote new rivals. It's not gonna be the same. It's a regional sport, and it definitely should stay that way. But you know, sad to see the Bedlam series go. Which brings me into my good um I'm going to plug both the other podcasts on this. Uh, we had a, a guest from the coach JB show. She's the co-host on that named Sarah Blake on, on tailgate season last time for the week four as the guest picker for week four, pick them talked a little Tennessee football, Hendon uh, hooker, and then gave her picks on that. So check that out on Spotify and Apple podcast. And then be on the lookout next week. We have uh, singer songwriter, Adam hood that's joining us on country and cold cans next week. Um, he is, A very talented artist in his own right, but he's also a very talented songwriter who has written songs for Miranda Lambert, Chris Stapleton, Whiskey Myers, Cody Jinx. The list goes on and on. Uh, His new record, um, I got an advanced listen to it a week before it came out. It's a very good album. It's now out available wherever you stream your music. Um, I recommend giving that a listen and be on the lookout for the the episode where he's going to be doing an interview with us on Country and Cold Cans. Uh, So that's my reverse order. Good, the bad and the ugly this week. All right. So as was mentioned a couple of times throughout the last segment, next weekend is guys weekend. So we are going to be taking a uh, one week hiatus from recording and we will be returning with a vengeance the week after that. And we'll have kind of some, maybe some interesting tales uh, from guys weekend that will be sanitized for podcast uh, listenership. Uh, but be, be on the lookout in two weeks for us, for our, our big comeback after our one week we're taking off. Um, all right. College football pick them. We're back with it. This is last week was week three. We're going into week four. Morgan, give us the records and let's get into the game.
1: All
4: right. Another rousing week of college football pick em. Let's pick it off with people's records, as you said. So we'll start with the winner right now. It's right, Ryan, an amazing 12-9 and record.
1: Um, he's gotten lucky on some of his picks and some of them he just you know yeah next up Logan tied with me at 8 and 13 and the only reason I have uh, am
4: tied with you is because I decided not to pick Miami I picked school the school that beats you know school that beats state and Dustin he's closing in even with a whole week of not no of no picks at all, he's he's inching right there, getting uh, close to uh, being out of the basement. So I'm, with one, I'm above five
2: hundred. My real record is above
4: five hundred. <laughs> with one shitty pick by me, and he'll be and he'll be in third place, and I'll be in the basement, just like my NFL team. <laughs> so with that said, let's jump into the pick'ems. this week. We got. Virginia Tech is hosting their uh, their other arch enemy, West Virginia, or as I like to say, the part of the country that what Virginia wanted nothing to do with, because um, well, they just uh, they're just weird. Good for them though. They only they don't need that much toothpaste for brushing their teeth because they only got one tooth. <laughs> um. So let's kick it off with myself on this one because I fucking hate West Virginia. Um, I I'd, I'd had some choice words for them, but this is a uh, family show and uh, I'll keep those comments to myself, but I'm sure we all know that if you just go watch the wild whites of West Virginia, you'll get a good idea of what they look like. <laughs> With that said, I'm going to pick Virginia tech because it's at home Thursday night, night game. I mean, it's, for those of you who watch college football, know that it's Virginia, when Virginia Tech is on and they're playing at home at Lane Stadium at night on Thursday, it's a tough crowd. It is a tough place to win. And I'm hoping a little bit of rain shows up too just to make it even that much better. Uh, give me Tech at home. Ryan, what are you thinking?
1: I
3: will take Virginia Tech. I think that uh, Western Virginia or Midwestern Virginia, since they play all their games, uh, west of the Mississippi now, thanks to their conference realignment is uh I think they're soft and I don't think they're very good I don't have anything mean to say about the people necessarily but uh at the same time <laughs> right. i will uh I'll take the hokies i i I am looking forward to this game it's on Thursday night and um I'm looking forward to this game because uh, as we've pointed out in the past rivalries are while you watch uh don't know if any apparently all of our uh what is it what do you all say, Logan? Our 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 producers of our favorite podcasts are listening. So I'll pick this up. Producers of our favorite podcasts. We watch for the rivalries, not for the realignment. You're getting your R's confused. So all that to say, <laughs> I pick the Hokies in this rivalry game. All
1: right, Dustin. So, John Denver's song that they play at every home game is technically wrong much
2: of what he talks about in that song is actually in the commonwealth of virginia it is not actually in west virginia um yet they own that like it's real like facts don't matter so for that reason <laughs> along with the fact that it's in
1: blacksburg on a thursday night i got the hopes. did
3: you know that that song is written about columbia maryland
2: <laughs> I think I've read some stuff about that, and we were speaking about Georgetown earlier. I think the writer lived in Georgetown in d c one of the like the it's just a mess, a it's whole mess
4: a whole mess. they got nothing to 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 claim for themselves, yeah you know, they were out ousted by both Maryland Kentucky, and everyone else, and Virginia like, we don't want anything to do with people. <laughs> <laughs> There's but uh, a small but, little blot, There's a small little blot on the map, like New Jersey. You know, just like man. hey,
2: now, hey, it, it's here. actually a pretty state, and the and the people are nice. But the, so let's not compare it to
3: Jersey and Rutgers. Up <laughs> until we need West Virginia to join our conference, and then
0: we're totally fine with them. <laughs> <laughs> Logan, if this game was in Morgantown, I might feel a little different this game is in Blacksburg at Lane Stadium on a Thursday night. Break out the lunch, bo- lunch pail, boys. It's going to be a Hokies big win over a rival.
1: Damn right. Ooh, this is a good one. This, this game
4: I've actually been looking forward to before the season started and now that this team, we this basketball school that has a, a uh, JV team called Carolina Tar Heels, um, they're 3-0. And they're 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 looking for the respect of everyone else. They're not ranked. They think they should be. You know, there's a lot of teams that should be ranked, but they aren't. Um, and they get the Irish coming to town now. The Irish are not the Irish what they normally are. So if they win, will, will they get their respect for beating a team that's subpar at home with the Irish name alone? Let them go. Hey, we beat the Irish at home. Give us our respect. I don't know, but. It definitely is a. The last three games they played, this is a much, should be a much better team, or I guess on paper, I don't know, that uh, if they win, they should get some respect. So I got, you know, the Irish at Carolina. I'm actually, I hate to say this. I'm actually, I think I'm going to go Carolina at home. I'm going to, I'm going to get the Trials. I'm not going to give them because their their defense is going to let the Irish get 40 points. So <coughs> Carolina, Carolina's
1: going to probably win by a field goal. Um, but I got Carolina, <laughs> Ryan. I appreciate the compliment you gave by
3: saying that we had a, uh, would you call us a, a JV team? Um, that's that's about accurate considering we have a third-grade defense. So,
1: <laughs> um, I, uh, I, my wife
3: asked me what I was going to pick for this game earlier. I, I, I don't have a lot of belief in our defense at all. I think our offense is very good. Um, Wake wins games with their offense, uh, but we don't run a gimmick offense, and we play real teams, unlike Wake. So, um, <laughs> we're in the same yeah. conference. <laughs> yeah,
0: so. I don't think so. <laughs> No, I'm and, and a wake, wake
3: defender, but and, and but Wake no. is playing.
0: Wake is playing Clemson this weekend. <laughs> Ooh,
3: that's why that game's coming, that game coming up in like two minutes for us to pick. So, um, in typical Carolina fan, I'm not answering the question. I'm just taking shots at other people. <laughs> no, I, uh, I, I would like to see us win this game, and we've played Notre Dame close historically in years past. Um, I think that this coach is struggling to learn the uh, team. I, obviously, he knows the team well. I think he's struggling to coach right now. I think that he will be a good coach long-term. Um, you have a very valid point about asking whether or not we'll get respect. Um, good luck uh, trying to tell any Carolina fan if, if they beat the Irish that they shouldn't be ranked. Um, I'm still not sure they should be, and I'm just going on record before the game and saying that. Cause the defense is really, really, really bad. And uh, I'm again, not sure that this Irish team is any good at one and to coming in here. So I, I will take Carolina because I would like for them to win. And I would like for them to be four and zero to continue to just knock down the games on their schedule. But um, I'm not sure that this is going to be a super awesome game. Oh,
1: definitely a high scoring game. Uh, may,
4: may, both, maybe. Teams, both teams defense is, is not that great. And
1: but anyway, I'm I'm not gonna beat beat around that one. Dustin, a Duke fan, who are you, are you picking in this one, man? Well, I mean, the Irish are uh, my brethren in the sense of uh, private school,
2: you know, out there battling against the big bad state schools of the world. Um, so you know, I I feel for them. You know, I even even. Even though they're Catholic, I, I feel for them. Um, <laughs> but the thing is, I'm not sure their offense, no matter how bad Carolina's defense is, is going to put up very many points. It They might come in and just be raring to go, but based on the first three games, it yeah. doesn't look like it. And it really, really pains me to say, I'm not gonna pick the Irish. I'm picking that other team, but um that's yeah. weird, isn't it? Yeah, I don't, I don't want to do it, but but the Irish are not inspiring much confidence. Like you said, their defense doesn't look good, and then their offense just looks terrible. Yeah. And even against an awful UNC defense, I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't even know if it's gonna be a shootout. If I'm being honest, we'll see.
4: It's a, it's a weird night, folks. You got got quite a few people picking Carolina. Don't don't expect it to happen that
3: often or really ever again. Yeah, yeah, and and don't don't tune out yet. <laughs> the line the line is one and a half Carolina favored by one and a half, and the over under like for total points is fifty five points. I mean, is that
4: because you're at home uh, that you guys got that? I think it's I think
1: because it gives you three five. points. Home,
0: home gives you three points. So like it, on a neutral site game, that means it would have been flipped the other way. Uh, one and a half of Notre Dame on the early betting line. Cause home advantage gives you three points on that, but it, it's already moved uh half a point in Carolina's way since yesterday. Cause it was a, it was a one point spread yesterday. But
4: what is your, what's your thoughts though, Logan, who are you, who are you picking? Although I feel, I have a feeling I know which way it's going to go on this.
0: It's, the Tar Heels, uh, Drake May is the main reason. Um, he yep. he's played very very well this year. That I, uh, Notre Dame hasn't done anything that's been worth the shit all year. I watched the Notre Dame Marshall game. Marshall a solid Sunbelt team, but you know I think they scored like twenty one points against Marshall. Um, mm. Like you're not. I don't care. They may put up a few more against Carolina because the defense is that bad. But Carolina can score in bunches, and Notre Dame ain't gonna be a damn thing they can do about it.
1: Well, oh. Notre Dame's guaranteed to win. That's what happens when we (laughs) hear this podcast. You know what? Your lips
2: God's
4: ears. If all four of us
3: picking Carolina gets Carolina to lose, then my job is done. I'll take that L all day. (laughs) And I really appreciate everyone taking the week off so we don't have to hear about how Drake made in cash checks to his body couldn't, you know, whatever, and everything else. (laughs) (laughs) Oh,
4: Ryan, I, I got you covered. I got you covered. That week we pick it back up, we will spend a good amount of time <laughs> on the I got you covered. Don't you
2: worry, buddy. We love it. We'll, we'll, we'll slip off and record a 10-minute podcast just to make fun of that and then leave.
4: <laughs> and and we'll and we'll let that play during our recording. Like, oh, wait a minute, Ryan, we've got something for you. Here you go. It's an early birthday present. <laughs> Didn't want you to feel left out. <laughs> <laughs> on to the next one. We got Virginia who barely squeaked by with ODU. You know, they're, I'm sure they all, they love to give shit. Well, we beat the team that our tech did beat. Like, congratulations. Good job. Um, you still suck. <laughs> <laughs> and they're playing, I don't even know how I'm saying these words first place, Syracuse. Like, how is Syracuse undefeated? I, you're still getting your eviction notice. I don't care what you do. You could go fucking undefeated the whole season. We still want you out. You, you, you just you bring nothing to the table. Winning, Addy. Don't care. Yeah, we don't care. You're boring. Your basketball team's boring. Your whole school's... You, you, <laughs> get out. I don't even know why we're talking about... UVA, Syracuse, we're not going to pick this game. This, both teams suck. Kiss my ass. Done. <laughs> anyway.
1: Um, oh, Jesus. Man, UVA had Syracuse. I'm going to wait on this one. Brian, what are you thinking?
3: The, half the fun of picking these games ahead of the podcast is just to hear how you just get twisted around the axle about them. <laughs> in, in the moment. It's
1: kind of funny. Um, I will take Syracuse because... That would be
3: awesome. I think that their fans have been supporting Surprisingly good at home, and I haven't seen a whole we I personally think Virginia Tech's bad, and I'm not saying that to be insulting. I just don't think they're very good. And I haven't seen a whole lot of out of Virginia, and I've seen them play the same team. Um, and I, I didn't see anything there, and, and I thought Syracuse actually looked all right, and it's at home, and I think their fans have been surprisingly good. That's why I'm taking Syracuse.
4: I would I would love it if Syracuse beat Virginia cuz that would just be hey you, you lost even though they're undefeated like you lost to
1: Syracuse.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I they are undefeated so they, I guess they have a, that means they guess they have a good team I guess if you're undefeated you're supposed to have a good team right? Wait. Um give me Syracuse and I'm going to say sir cuz Virginia is they're garbage right now. Um Hughes is going to beat the, beat the snot out of them I
1: think. Because people like to wait, people like to sleep on cues. When you do that, they put up about forty points on your ass.
0: Logan, Virginia is awful this year. Brennan Armstrong is com- completing less than forty percent of his passes. Last I checked, the the offense can't score, and Syracuse has best running back in the ACC. Their quarterback is playing very, very well with a Garrett Strader running back, Sean Tucker. The defense is not that bad. Um expect Syracuse in a in a route.
1: Wow. Dustin. UVA is real bad. It's orange. And I mean it. UVA is real bad. I've watched them play a couple of times this year. They are not good.
2: We should sue them for having to watch
1: they're that bad. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Sorry, America. Uh please don't tune out. We picked three games and we've all four picked the <laughs> same.
1: <laughs> right. <laughs>
3: Didn't plan that either.
4: Oh, <laughs> um, well, let's see how this next one goes in. Number five, Clemson at number twenty-one, Wake. Uh, Clemson is still trying to figure it out, I think, this season. I mean, and and Wake. They got their quarterback back. I got nothing really bad to say about either one of these two. It's very rare on the pickums that I don't really have anything negative to say about either school. Um Although I saw, I saw your Dabo in, in a damn interview lately. He, he looks like he aged quite a bit. I guess we're going to say anything negative. I, I, got, I got nothing on these two. Um,
1: <laughs> uh, Wake is not going to be ranked after this weekend. Clemson's going to win, but it's not going to be about much. Dustin? Basically agree. Uh, department's good. I mean, I th- I think that they, it's possible, right?
2: Clemson or Wake come away with this win, but <laughs>
1: Clemson's I defense
2: mean, is is legit, and um I'm I'm not betting against them based off of that.
4: I mean, the only thing Wake has really is it's at Wake. If there's at Clemson, it'd be a, a no brainer. But at, you know, at the same time, Clemson. I mean, they're they're ranked that they're ranked right now because of the usual how they usually do every season. So they get their their nice preseason rankings and they've just done their job of keeping the wins and not falling too far behind. Um, but eventually some teams do, do lose and fall out, outwards to, towards the end of the rankings. So, I mean, shit can't happen, but not this weekend. Logan.
0: You may not have had anything bad to say about these two schools, but I've got plenty to say about both. Wake Forest is Forest is one of the most annoying fucking fan bases in North Carolina who think they're better than what they are. They have a glorified Texas high school football stadium that they can't even sell out when Clemson's coming to town ranked fifth. So, yeah, get off your high horse, Demon Deeks. Clemson, the little old Clemson football. Uh, Faux Southern, half-pastor, half-used car uh, salesman shtick from Dabo got old about five years ago. You've won two national titles and quit with this all bullshit Faux Southern, Roy Williams crap. Can't stand that either. But uh, Clemson almost always takes care of the business and pretty easy against Wake Forest. Wake Forest just doesn't play well against Clemson. So give me the Tigers.
4: Thank you, Logan. I, you know, I know I was forgetting something about about Dabo, so thank you for reminding me about
1: that.
4: <laughs> I didn't even... I, I can compl- I must be off my damn game. I didn't even think about to say the shit about Wake Forest in their high school football stadium. <laughs> Not even in Wake Forest. Bronc guys off the Winston Salem Deacons.
2: <laughs>
4: there we go. I, there I got it. There. there
2: no- <laughs> you found <laughs> it. You saved it at the end,
3: <laughs> Ryan. The line for this is closing by seven, seven and a half is what I'm saying, and uh, same over under point spread fifty five point five. Here's, uh, as the same as the Carolina game, here's, what's interesting. Clemson, we talked about their defense. They've given up 42 points in three games. Also don't quote me on this America, but I'm not exactly sure who they played. Um, one of the teams I think was like Louisiana tech or Louisiana Monroe. So Louisiana tech. Yeah. And, uh, wake just played Liberty and it was a very close game and Wake couldn't run against Liberty and they couldn't stop anybody on defense, which has been the refrain for a while now. Um, So I'm going to say that it's... I want to pick Wake because I think Wake, just like NC State, gears up for Clemson, and I think they've had their eye on Clemson for a couple years, and I think they want one of those big statement wins. And I'm going to pick Wake for the same reason that I should have picked App State to be Texas A&M, because I think this is one of those schools that just they switch stuff around for one week and they win the big game. And then all of a sudden you kind of just, they just kind of evaporate or they kind of go back to who they were. They're playing at home. And to be quite honest, we, we need somebody to pick a different uh, team. <laughs> we can't all four pick the same thing. <laughs> so I'm going to pick we, and I'm going to be excited about it, watching it. And hey. when it's uh, 14 to nothing, then I'll be right,
4: it. Way to ruin a thing we got going here, man.
3: You, you pick the games that are in front of you. That's how this works.
4: <laughs> but you know what that that, that would be wake Forest. so they they had that one big win to knock clemson far down the rankings and then wake goes on the road and loses like three games but they go yeah but well at least be like, clemson season up
0: now Come i Gerardus would be okay couch, asshole. i would be okay with
4: that outcome lot <laughs> of i I, I, I know you really would
3: <laughs> maybe it's because of that football book i'm reading i'm still reading it by the way it's really long but the uh the writer of it is a is a is a wake force so
1: maybe he's rubbing off on me Ah, <laughs> uh, on to the undefeated bowl duke at
4: kansas two undefeated teams now if you told me at the beginning of the season the duke and kansas would, would both be undefeated i'd i i do i'm like what the hell are you smoking um but they've both put together a good team. I'm I'm happy for Duke. I really am. I'm happy for you, Dustin. And, and and them all the years and the shit that they've gone through, man. Um, to have them start out look, like, this is pretty cool. I'm happy for him, man. To have that new head coach have this start out that's doing a lot for him. Hopefully with the recruiting too. Um, with that said, someone's gonna leave this game obviously uh, defeated and no longer uh, gonna have a. a a zero on the uh, right side of the, uh, their standings. Um, you know what? I was, I was, when I saw this, I knew who I was going to pick, but now after talking about it, like, you know what? I think that this, I think the story is going to continue on for another week for Duke. I think they're going to get the win.
1: I think it's going to be a good game. And I think they're going to get the win by probably, a, I'll say as always, they would buy a field goal. Dustin. Dustin, this is your team, man. Your
4: game.
2: I'll say I picked first, so I apologize, but
1: <laughs>
2: champions classic. Is this is this Youngblood Shire versus Defending Champion
4: Bill Self? It is, man. I was gonna go a basketball route, but I was like, you know what? It, it that's not my my wheelhouse, so I I'll let you throw a little spin on it w- with that.
2: <laughs> hey, 54 days, November 15th, Champions Classic, Duke, Kansas. Um God. Hey, can't you can't forget the most important part of this? Yeah.
4: Angle, don't get upset. Your basketball season's starting soon too, so you guys don't have to
2: <laughs> end like football anymore. Don't so. worry, In November we'll pivot to that.
3: We had a uh, rebuilding year. We were in the national championship last year. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: uh, all right, Nikki, Nikki that. Saban. Um, just real quick, who uh, agree, Morgan? Who would have thought they'd
2: both be uh,
1: undefeated? Um.
2: I, I actually, too, I assume that Northwestern team and game would be the more difficult and better team of Duke's non-conference schedule when I originally looked at the schedule early in the year. Um, both of these teams like to run the ball. They're both averaging like over 200 yards a game. Um, Duke's run D has been OK this year, um, but our kicker has been awful. He's like 50 percent on field goals. I expect this game to be kind of like it was last year. Last year, I think it ended 52-33 or something. It was a Big 12 score. Um, I think there's just going to be some breakdowns on running and passing games. There's going to be a bunch of big plays. And it likely is to be close. And I bring up the field goal thing. I think we're going to lose games this year because our kicking game sucks. My heart is with the Blue Devils. My head says pick Kansas because then I win either way. I, I get a win in the standings if I lose or I get a loss and I and I don't care. <laughs> so I'm going to go with Kansas for that reason.
1: Always pick against your team so that you win no matter what. <laughs> hey, that's a good way to look at it, man. Ryan, you hate both these teams. Sure. I don't oh, like during basketball season. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Fair enough. He he likes that Roy Williams left Kansas to come to Carolina. Yeah, I was gonna say. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um
3: I uh yeah, I'll keep it very simple, very short. Um, I've watched a little bit of Duke football. There's two players on Duke that I think are actually very good. I think I mentioned this on the pod in the past. One's Dwayne Carter, he's on defense, he's a defensive tackle. The other's the linebacker, Shaka Hayward, besides the fact that he has a cool name. Um he's actually a pretty good player. <laughs> And, uh, quite frankly, I don't know anything about Kansas. I really don't even know where it is. It's in one of those flyover States. I, I don't, I don't know somewhere, somewhere by a river. I'm assuming one of the rivers, who cares? Um, I know that every, every, every so often we're supposed to hear rock jock and give a shit and I don't. And, uh, I think that's for later on in the year. So I'm going Duke. I'm going with the ACC. I'm going with my 2023 pod rival. Um, and, uh, I can't wait for Duke and their new barbecue and their new uh and their new food to actually have a good team. If you haven't heard about that? Apparently, everybody during it, ACC media days made a big deal about how Duke had better food. So, <laughs> um, apparently, it's working. Apparently, they're all Popeye now. They're all three and zero, and I think they're
1: going to be four now at the end of this week. All right, Logan.
0: <laughs> I have picked against the blue devils. And the one time we picked them this year against Northwestern came back to bite me in the butt, but I'm going to do it again. Um, I think that Jaden Daniels, the Kansas quarterback is a, uh, going to be one of the, the better quarterbacks, not necessarily top three, but better quarterbacks in the big 12 this year. Um, and I put a lot of emphasis on quarterback play, right? Riley, Riley Leonard's been fine. He's been pretty good, but he's been good against temple. He's been good against NCA and, you know, Northwestern's okay, but let's not have, like, their world beater. Um, I just think that Daniels, they have the better quarterback with Kansas, is at Kansas for whatever that's worth, because I can't imagine there being a rocking crowd in, in Lawrence, Kansas. But give me the Jayhawks. I'm not confident on that, but give me the Jayhawks. This is the winner of this
3: game, should, should the fans chant rank us?
0: <laughs>
1: yeah. Champions yeah. Classic. <laughs>
3: Uh, for the record, America, the last two times that the brothers have picked the same I me and Morgan have picked different, the brothers are 2 oh. up. <laughs> I, well, I
2: hope
1: that streak ends. I, I want the win in real life, not in these big uh, pick them standing. <laughs> oh, man. This, this ought to be a good one. Florida at Tennessee. If it was at Florida, I'd, I'd have more faith in the Gators to get it done. But it's at Tennessee, they got they got Hooker on you know under center. I I can't stand Tennessee though.
2: <laughs> I really can't. In
4: Florida, man, Tim Tebow. I mean, he's not there, obviously. But when you think of Florida, you think of Tim Tebow, and that alone should make you want to pick
2: Florida. An urban meyer,
4: yeah. Uh, hold, hold, hold don't type that yet.
1: <laughs>
4: hold up just a second, right
1: there. <laughs> Morgan, you said Florida. I started writing. <laughs> no, um, give me, <laughs> give, give me Tennessee at home. All right. I like Tebow, in, right? <laughs> uh, Brian. Um,
3: I. Speaking of Tebow, he was all about, uh, AR fifteen, right? Quarterback in Florida.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, he hasn't looked so good since that first week. He's looked okay. Um, he hasn't looked like the second coming of the Heisman. That's for sure. Um, he hasn't looked like the second coming of the guy who wore fifteen. Just call a spade a spade. So I think he's athletic. I think he's quick. Um, I'm curious to see how the two of these quarterbacks go head to head, because I think they're both got a little bit different. Um, you don't need a breakdown for me. You can tune in on Saturday. I'm sure they'll be gushing over the difference between these two quarterbacks, because that's what they tend to do, especially on the SEC network. But um, uh, AR has got a little bit of the uh, a little bit more build, and then Hooker's a little bit quicker, a little bit shiftier. AR may do better in the league long-term because he's a little bit bigger. Um, That's quarterback play. We're in college. Tennessee's the higher-ranked team. Tennessee's at home. Those fan base, that fan base, as we saw last year, is just so, so nice to teams when they come in, especially teams they hate. Um, I I don't believe in Florida yet. They haven't shown me anything quite yet. Um, They had a nice win against Utah. Still not even sure Utah
1: was a good team. Um, I'll, I'll take the balls. Logan: Florida is
0: something crazy, like 16 and one in the last 17 against Tennessee. Uh, it's just been lopsided the last uh, 15 plus years. But quarterback plays a big part of uh, modern college football. And I, I, like I said last game, I put a big emphasis on it. Anthony Richardson, I think, is not very good. Zero touchdowns on the year, four picks. Flip that to Hendon Hooker since he took over as starter at Tennessee, 44 touchdowns in the last two seasons with only three picks. Um, they, he's really thrived in the air raid offense they're running um, in Knoxville. They're going to be singing Rocky Top all night long, and Tennessee finally uh, gets the monkey off their back. So it's g- give me the balls on this one at home. I think they're for real, and I think they're the second-best team in the SEC East this year. And how many hours
3: ago was it that you interviewed the Tennessee uh, chick?
0: Last night. <laughs> <laughs> on your other podcast. <laughs> yeah. I'm up to date on Tennessee <laughs> <was> this year. I was <laughs> going to say the recency by <laughs> yeah i was gonna say <laughs> america if
3: you want to hear that the tailgate season they they interviewed and uh, logan talked about it
1: previously <laughs> dustin how are you right. feeling man what are you, what's your thoughts on this one we talked about it a few weeks ago
2: florida's just overrated like they they do something well and then they just shot to the top of the standings basically and it's, you know, I get it. Brand power happens to us in basketball. So I understand what that's
1: like. Um, it's a great thing when it's going your way, but Florida's <laughs> is overrated, uh, it's going to be a bolt whoop. Tennessee. Bolt whoop in front of 110,000. <laughs> it's going to get rowdy. Some, some
4: other uh, games coming up this weekend. We got, uh, JMU at App
0: State—that'd be interesting. I'm Let's sure. Let's JMU. Um, I'm officially an App State hater these days. <laughs> their their fans are the that, worst.
2: That's I'm, a, I'm, I'm that's cheering prim- for Joe Gibbs' grandson.
0: So
4: go out, Joe <laughs> Joe Joe Gibbs' grandson. I mean, that's got that's got prime time written all over that game right there in JMU. Oof, man. Um, got Texas at Texas Tech. Horns down. down, exactly. Coastal <laughs> at Georgia State. And Arkansas at Texas A&M, or as I like to say,
1: App States. <laughs> I, <don't know. laughs> I hope. Ugh. Arkansas should not be 10. I'm sorry. No.
4: You're so 30. hopefully Texas A&M knocks them down some. But also, hopefully, at the same time, Texas A&M doesn't move at all just because they, it's the health jumbo. So, um, some other uh, games coming up UConn at NC State. Jesus Christ. Yeah, we're like UConn. a 38-and-a-half and point favorite. Them, you, might, you might just want to send in the check and say, don't bother spinning the gas, man.
3: <laughs> like, you know, yeah. if you stay home, you could watch more games and have a better time. <laughs> <laughs>
0: It's okay to be fun.
4: Like, why don't we just do a Zoom call here where we both play on our practice fields and we tend to play each other and we'll spot you 10 points and still win?
1: <laughs>
4: <laughs> oh, good God. Vandy at Alabama. That uh, Jesus. What is that going to be?
3: 55
4: to nothing in the first quarter?
0: The Commodores Vandy. ain't not quite that good yet.
3: <laughs> it's going to be a tie game because it's the greatest <laughs> program in the world against the greatest program in the world. <laughs>
4: Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, wake me up
1: after that game's over.
4: <laughs> All right, so who is on the hot seat, Ryan?
3: Yeah, so if, if you remember, I think it was either last week, a couple of weeks ago, uh, Dustin introduced us. So we, we, we've been doing this this year just to be extra miserable. We've been doing the who's the worst coach, and we're not ranking these, but we're commenting on other people who are ranking them. So you have CoachesHotSeat.com. That's what we started with. And then the other one that Dustin introduced us to, uh, I believe it was last week, is the Yahoo's Misery Index Week. Now, I'm going to do the Coaches Hot Seat first because we started with them. Uh, They currently have the coach from South Florida, Jeff Scott, ranked number one. Um, Then uh, a couple other people, we'll run through them real quick. You guys have heard these if you've listened to our podcast in the past. Um, the coach at Navy, Coach Kennedy, he's he's, he's cl- quickly climbing from the 20s to number four. He's in the top five now. Navy's no good. Uh, Jeff Collins got blown out and shut out at home by Ole Miss, and uh, he actually dropped the position to number six. He's the coach at Georgia Tech, so that that was surprising to see. It's clear that, you you know, we apparently America, we just have problems with all the rankings that are, (laughs) we just have problems with every single ranking, no matter what it's ranked or or what we're ranking, because this guy got blown out and dropped the spot. Um, Jimbo Fisher's at seven with, uh, that's probably still for that App State loss. We're going to keep bringing it up, America, um, until they beat App State again. Uh, Scott Satterfield is, (laughs) I don't know when that'll be, Scott Satterfield is in a uh, beautiful city of Louisville, but he's uh, also not going to be there very long if he's uh, still hanging out at number nine. And then, interestingly enough, and we already talked about this game uh, a good bit, but Marcus Freeman, the coach at Notre Dame, he's kind of lurking back there at um, fifteen. He, he hopefully can turn that uh, season around, but not this week.
1: <laughs> so, you know, so, so, what week does Jeff Collins get fired? Should that be our ongoing bet? Hold on. Let's let's take a look
2: at uh, their their. I'm gonna look at their their schedule real quick to see. Let's see. They play Duke in like two or three weeks. They play Maybe UCF. that'll be
3: embarrassing enough for them to firing. The forty six nothing lost to the Lane train. Not bad enough. They
4: play UCF this weekend. If they lose by a whole bunch to UCF this weekend, he's out. And that's not a knock on UCF. It's just it's you know at some point you gotta get a win against a team that you know in the view of college football they are in you know they're not a power five I guess so they should beat them. But Georgia Texas probably gonna get blown out by UCF and he'll get fired. And on another note, I bet you you talked about Texas A and M until they beat uh you know um app state be hilarious if they go okay so what are we gonna play again app state Goes. nope we're never playing again that's it
1: (laughs) sorry (laughs) no more
4: no more we got we got the win you don't never playing again
3: (laughs) our price just uh went up
1: (laughs) (laughs) 50 bajillion gajillion quadrillion. (laughs) so for the uh for the other
3: index that we've been tracking It's a little bit different. It's the Yahoo's Misery Index. I just like the headlines. If you want to go look this stuff up, you can, especially if you're you're, you're being extra miserable. But it is in the name of the podcast. So last week, our headline was Jimbo Fisher continues to rob Texas A&M in broad daylight. It's pretty aggressive. (laughs) This week, they kind of toned it down a little bit. This week's headline was Brian Harson. That's the coach of Auburn. Brian Harson has turned Auburn into a bad and boring football. And I think that that's the kind of shots fired at Penn State because they lost to Penn State. Now they lost pretty badly. I had a neighbor who actually went to the game. He said it was a very nice experience and a very nice time, but uh, apparently he didn't see the batting boring football team that was on the field. Let me tell you, I watched that game. It was bad and boring. So,
1: <laughs> but fair point. It, you're
2: kind of that's a like low key like yeah, Penn State, you suck. Um, we're going to talk about Auburn. <laughs> <laughs>
3: So, if you have opinions on that, or if uh, you think your coach should be higher up, um, I don't know. Leave us a voicemail. Leave
2: a
1: voicemail.
0: Spotify description link up to one minute.
3: My wife did point out today, she said, it's funny that you guys are all a little bit older and you all are a little bit worse with technology because it's your podcast that is telling people to leave a voicemail. <laughs> Whereas, <laughs> The other, the other podcasts on Country and Cold Cans have like a Twitter <laughs> or like, there's a blog. <laughs> We're like, why don't you leave us a voicemail? And if we like it, we'll listen to it and we'll play it on the air. <laughs> it's like
2: 1950s radio. Listen, we we can have another technology discussion when we can sort this all out. I'm in for that.
1: I think a voicemail is perfectly appropriate. I don't want you to t- tweet at me. I don't even know how to read that. (laughs) Yeah,
3: you have to get the the bird app, right? The little light blue Carolina blue bird app. So (laughs) I got to
2: have another login to keep up with? No, thanks.
3: Just call me
1: and tell me what you want me to know. (laughs) Or shoot me a text. I'll get back to you eventually. Four hours.
3: uh, all right, well, that's your uh, College coaches Misery Index Week slash We Hate Technology in Our Old Week.
1: All right, Florida of the Field, let's close it out. All right. This one came to us uh, from a contributor to the podcast. So he has to uh, use himself, as they say in the court of law or in bird law. Is bird law what they practice on Twitter? Well, I don't know. But uh, I, I'm
2: very fluent in bird law. I don't think that's a I don't think that's a Twitter thing.
3: <laughs> it's a voice.
2: You, ha, you you do it by voicemail.
3: <laughs> all right. So this week's Florida in the field. If you're listening for the first time. Uh, first of all, welcome. Second of all, we have 94 more of these episodes that you can go back and listen to. And third of all, if you don't know how Florida in the field works. We read a headline or an article, and then uh, the guys try and figure out if this happened in Florida or if it happened in another state um, around the country or somewhere else in the world. We had a rash of Florida ones, and then recently we've had a field, so we'll see what happens
1: here. All right, this is a alumna with children shares shock after seeing topless fans at football games. As the investigation continues into a report of two topless women
3: at this weekend's football game, and I'm purposely not saying the school, some people who were at the game are publicly speaking out, calling the alleged incident, and I do quote the article, appalling. Absolutely appalling. Um, This person is a University of This Place alumni and has been a season ticket holder for over 20 years. On Saturday, her and her husband took their 10 and 13 year old children to the first game. It's really t- excited to take them to the football game. It's a great age to go to a football game, by the way. Have them see what we experience throughout the fall every single year. Mind you, they've been season ticket holders for 20 years. But the Johnsons, it's their last name, experienced something they never had before two topless women whose torsos were covered in body paint and were a few people in front of them in line to get into the stadium. They had a haphazard, not quoting just kind of slaply painted on their back and we're like is that all they're wearing we didn't know and our first instinct is we have our kids with us and oh my gosh we have to shield them." it's fair if i brought my nieces or my nephew to a game and they were 10 and 13 and i saw that i would be like i'm gonna get in a lot of trouble as they're up. <laughs> she said she was sure the fans would not be let into the stadium dressed like that but she said, no one said anything as their tickets were scanned. Maybe they were not just scanning the tickets. Um, <laughs> they walked past the. This is at the end of the podcast. Uh, so if kids were listening, probably should have given a warning. They walked past the police officer that was watching them. Mind you, I don't write these. I just, these, are, these are just given to me, and I just read them to the public here. Literally just a story from the Internet. <laughs> they walked past the police officer that was watching them, who said nothing. shocking didn't stop them and my jaw just dropped i was like what is going on it says now it says here little photo or video evidence has surfaced and there's conflicting reports that the girls may have been wearing um slightly smaller attire on their person uh the skipping forward a little bit quote it's a lewdness against minors you can't do that in front of kids kind of agree there are thousands of kids at that stadium that they just walked past, she said. She said she appreciated this university investigating and is speaking up. So nothing like this happens again. See something. Say something. Um, they said that the that they're still doing interviews. They expect to have more to share later in the week. Um, this was distributed to me over a week ago. I can tell you that nothing has been shared later on in the week because I did check just to make sure I <laughs> pull you in. Um, yeah, the up to the minute details here. Um, the university issued a statement. They said they'll be referred to the Dean of Students for discipline if they find out who it is, blah, 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 blah. They reminded all the fans of our standards and expectations for appropriate fan behavior. The president issued a, stick it to a, a statement to all the ticket holders. Um, and he ended it with, if you see something, say something.
1: <laughs> so Dustin's passed this story along.
3: Uh, where do you think that this happened? Do you think this happened in one of the major universities or minor universities in the South? Season ticket holder for 20 years. They walked right past the police officer who said nothing. And apparently there was no video uh, taken of this and no one really thought it was a big deal. But this woman spoke up and said something and the university reacted. I will give you a hint. It is not the soft University of North
1: Carolina. It is not that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> this is definitely either the SEC or Florida State. Um, I, I can't imagine this happening at most of the ACC schools. <laughs> I can't remember what week was this.
1: Two weeks ago, I want to say
0: week two. Week two. I
1: think week two. Yeah.
0: Can't remember if Florida was playing at home that weekend, but for the sake of it, I could easily see this happening in Tallahassee or Gainesville. I'm gonna go with Actually, Gainesville. I think it's I Florida.
1: Free Shoes University. You said what? Free Shoes University. <laughs> you are, and Logan's doing the chomp in the background. You are. Uh, I could completely understand why you would say that, but it is not Florida. It is the field. It is a school Florida played. This happened at
3: the University of Utah.
1: What
3: happened at Utah? At Utah. After they lost to Florida in Gainesville.
0: That makes more sense, considering that I'm pretty sure nobody would have batted an eye in Tallahassee or Gainesville.
3: <laughs> apparently no one it. And I and
0: uh, <laughs>
3: Provo, where is the University of Utah? I don't know. I should know.
0: Does Provo sound right? I don't even know if I can name a city in Utah. It's all the same in my mind. Salt Lake City. Salt Lake city. Oh, there you go. It is Salt Lake City. Well,
3: this article is Salt Lake City, but that just may be where the TV news station is. So it was at Rice. I know. I know the stadium name. It's Rice Eccles. <laughs> so there you go. <laughs>
0: Utah. That's a uh, out of left field. I, the, that would have been the last place. That or BYU. Obviously, obviously,
4: they weren't drunk.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but by my understanding from the article, their bodies were painted. Correct. Or wearing pasties. Yeah, that's what. It yeah, says. like while that's inappropriate and shouldn't be done. I mean, they put that on Instagram.
3: Well. And I'm assuming that a 10 or 13 year old in today's day may or may not have access to that. I don't I don't know. I'm not a parent. <laughs> so who knows? They
1: shouldn't. Yeah. 13-year-old <laughs> probably does. Yeah. Although it is Utah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> there you go. I don't remember if that's our second or third field, but we're shaking it up this this season on Florida the field and in our college
0: football. So <laughs> Utah, damn. (laughs) Uh, All right, well, make sure to give us uh, five stars and a great review wherever you get your podcast available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, uh, Amazon, and Stitcher. Um, As we have mentioned multiple times throughout this episode, the Spotify description has a link. Give us an up to one minute voicemail. Click on that. Let us know if you thought it was Utah, because I know I surely did not. Um, And then check out the website, miserable-reckless.com. Um, For this episode of Miserable and Reckless, I'm Logan Center with Morgan, Dustin, and Ryan. And we will see you next time.